Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome to Playful Podcast, your guide into the underground scene where we discover topics on kink and electronic music every week. Don't forget to subscribe to not miss out on our next episode. We are excited to be here today with the podcaster, kinkster and former adult film performer Florian Kunze Forrest. And in this episode we speak about his relation to kink and pee, what it was like to act in adult films and why he switched to OnlyFans. And then some about Berlin clubs and of course Christmas. Let's get to it. I am Amanda and this is Playful Podcast. I did and I didn't like it. <laughs> You didn't like it. Oh, I hated it so much. But you, how, how, how long time did you do it for? Six months. Only six months? I hated it so much. I hated it so much for so, for so many reasons. Because of, back in the day, when you did porn, it was studio porn. Yeah. So but studio porn back in the day was just like this, like, you know, eight hours, like, filming shifts. And then, you know, the storyline, stupid storyline, who, like, everyone is skipping in the beginning. Plumber. It's so stupid. And then, um, and then the, the, I mean, I was working for Tim. He was very nice. That was also very easy filming. But the rest I did for the studios were, like, you know, it's like, your left leg has to be here. The right leg has to be there. Oh. Then the light. And then you have to be hot. Then you have to be soft. Then you have to come. Then you have wow. a, and it's like, like this. And they were not nice. I'm so excited to have you I here. saw my name on here. That's so cool. Yes, I love of it. course. You are a big guest. You're prepared, I love it. I'm prepared, I love it. I love prepared people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Christmas is coming in four days. So oh I'm my having God. some glue vine. You're having oh, I'm tea. having tea because, yeah. Because you don't but drink. It's a, yeah, but it's and, a... And there's no uh, alcohol-free glue vine in Germany, is there? Well, they always have kids... P- uh, What's it we call it punch? What's like punch? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like just like red tea, I guess, with some like fruit juice, I guess. Oh okay. Cherry fruit juice or something. It's very sweet though. Yeah. I don't like it. Mm -mm, I like it. I love I love um um like chocolate, like milk and chocolate. Mm. Mm -hmm. How long have you been sober? Well, I'm not sober. (laughs) Mistake by me. (laughs) No, no, I just don't like alcohol. Oh okay. I just don't like it because my mom. I was very close to my mom when I was a kid. Mm. 
Uh, and my mom had a, I wouldn't call her an alcoholic, but she had some issues with alcohol. Mm. So, but she was never like, really drunk or something, but, um, and it was not really bad, but I had that weird connection to alcohol when I was a kid. And then when I got a teenage, uh, teenage age, um, I was, I never was a cool kid. Like when I was you like never? Two, no, like 12 or 13, I was never a cool kid. So I would, there was no reason for me to be like, you know, I need to be cool for like, drinking with my friends mm. and also my friends were not cool so there was no reason to drink alcohol or something so it was just like <laughs> tasting awful yeah um and then and then i changed school when i was like 16 or 17 because mm. i got bullied when i was like you know because i was never i was a very shy kid mm. so my mom took me off my other school and sent me to the city school and then i like met a lot of like new friends and then i became coolish yeah because i because i figured out that i am a really good skater Oh, skateboard. so I had like lots of skater yeah. friends. So I had like some they're cool... the untouchables somehow, the right? skaters. So we are always like the outsiders, but cool people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I became kind of cool. Yeah, uh, but then it was too late to like start drinking alcohol because I was like really 16 <laughs> or 17. And um, yeah, so you already then no, I'm sober. No, was, the thing is, that was never ever or like sober, a but... yeah, but there was never ever like a, a thought about it. it was like, ooh, I. I need to be like sober. I, was, I just didn't like it. Oh, yeah? I was like, why should I do it if I don't like it? What did you start with then? Drugs immediately? Uh, <laughs> no, I never did drugs before I moved to Berlin. No? No, never. Hmm. Um, when I was in school, the, our teachers teach us that if you're taking drugs, you die. Yeah, no matter yeah. what drug you're taking. I remember that they told it us... It starts with the joint, ends with heroin. I, never, <laughs> I can tell you, I never smoked <laughs> weed in my life. Never ever. No? No. Because I don't smoke. Uh, so yeah. there was no point of me like a like, and then they started like having like edibles and like all like the muffins but like I was like get away with this because I don't I don't need something to relax I'm very I can like I told your boyfriend like put me somewhere and I can sleep yeah yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah no matter where I'm coming from no matter party no matter what I was like if I'm at some point I'm getting tired and then I need my bed because that's the biggest love of my life is my bed Oh, wow. So but that's why I never started smoking weed. But I, then I moved to Berlin. Um, and then I got in touch with, like, party drugs. But also... How old were you when you moved here? I moved here when I was... 31. 31. Thir 31, yeah. Mm. All right. All right. If you would describe yourself with three words, what would they be? Funny. Um, very organized. Um, and loyal. Yeah. <laughs> Great skill. The loyal one. And But also organized. Like you work 80% as a nurse. Yes. And 100% as a... Slut. Slut. <laughs> yeah. And you even organized your slut appointments. Everything. That's I don't amazing. Have a so you're your own assistant as well. Yeah. It's incredible. So all the money gets to me. So I'm taking all the money. Nailed it. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I'm Amazing. very organized. I'm also very organized at home. So I, I, I'm always calling myself like an old housewife. Mm -hmm. I'm not like, I'm not crazy. So there are, you, if you come home to my place, you can see that there's someone living. Because I have a friend, he is even crazier than me with that. So, and then, but when you come to his place, um, you think it's like a doctor's practice. Really? Because it looks like this. Because you think no one lives there. Sterile. Which, which, yeah, which I think is crazy. Um, but I'm very clean. I love, you know, I'm always making my bed in the morning. Ah. Because I think that's, you have your life together when you're making your bed in the morning. They say. 
right? They and it's, to me, it's like, and because I love my bed so much, I'm making my bed in the morning. Oh, you're taking care of it. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I think about, oh, and tonight I can't sleep there again. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. Yeah. All right, we were talking a little bit about your youth. Were yeah. you, uh, you were shy? Were you... What was your view on sex and sexuality back then? I was a I was a very shy kid and I also was like a very unsexual kid. Uh -huh. I yeah, I I think I mean um well I figured out about my body like when I was nine or ten, but with myself. Mm -hmm. I was not like in a I I feel like when you're gay <clears throat> you feel at a very young age. So not that you're really gay, but you feel that there's something different with you than other people. So I felt that because I love Barbies when I was a kid and I had, you know, Beverly Hills on the 210, yeah, yeah. that TV show, and they had Barbies from that show. Oh, they did? Yeah, they had some dolls from that show. I had mm -hmm. all these dolls because I was a big fan and my mom bought me the dolls. And then Dylan and Brandon had like a secret gay affair. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So they were always like making out with me. So, yeah, but I, because, yeah, I always thought I'm maybe bisexual or like, but until I had interest in other people, I was like 16 or 17. And I had like my first relationships with, the girl, like with girls. Mm, and you, you made out with them? Yeah, I had sex with them and everything. Mm -hmm. um, and I had a long relationship with the girl until I was 25. Oh. The thing is, though, I always felt maybe I'm bisexual and I was in love with that girl it was a really nice girl she was really good looking she was a very smart very funny um tall girl like long curly hair like brown curly hair she was very funny she was the best mm. uh, but I always felt having sex I felt like there was something kind of missing for me I couldn't tell what it is so and I was there I always said because I was I grew up like in a village in the countryside mm. Um, when I meet a guy and I f fell in love with the guy, I would always, I would say like, I'm outing myself and say, okay, I'm bisexual or whatever I am. And then I met a guy when I was 25 and we had sex, um, and it was, and I knew immediately, okay, I'm gay because this is like on another level. And you had already been sex. breaking up with her before. Or yeah. was that the reason? No, no, no. no. I, yeah, I broke up mm. with her before, but yeah, I met the guy and then, but then I broke up with her before every, something happened. Mm. So I was like... Yeah. So that was, and with her, you were not very sexual? Or you yeah, felt no. like you were like, I'm not a very sexual person. Yeah. And then you were like, ah, fuck, I'm gay. I'm super sexual. Yes. That's, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Because with her, and she was also not very into sex. We had some, sometimes sex, which was fine. But it was never like fulfilling. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like I said, we had a great relationship um, for like two and a half years. Um, and then I'm... I met a guy and I, I was I became like a very sexual person. But the the first years, I think until I moved to Berlin. Aha! Uh -huh. And you said that was how many years ago? Ten. Now I mean I'm I'm 42 now, um, and I moved to Berlin 2011, so 12 years ago. 12 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, staying fresh for sure. <laughs> well, thanks for the filler. <laughs> Uh, no, I have good <laughs> genetics in here. I don't smoke and drink. Oh, yeah, exactly. So. Listen up, guys. Quit the cigs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But then, so from living in the village, finding out you're gay, because turning out, like, understanding that you're a sexual human being, yeah. and then to starting with porn. Uh, yes. I, so 
I mean, I was a very sexual person before I moved to Berlin, but when I moved to Berlin, it became even bigger because I was, I always liked porn. I always liked watching porn. Mm. I always liked the idea of like exposing yourself and like showing all of this. And the thing is also because when I grew up, my mom was um, very outgoing. She was, she, she loved being naked. She loved being, you know, she was always like topless when she was sunbathing. She was always just in a... Um, like uh, like underwear at home. So I always had to tell her when I brought her someone home to play when I was a kid. So mom, can you please get dressed because, you know. So I grew up with nudity and everything. So that was always, being naked was always very natural to me. So I never had an issue with, like to take my clothes off because I always say if, if someone never saw like a dick than mine, then he, that's his fault, not mine. So I was like, I can show off whatever I want. Um, and then, so I, I got to, I got, into porn, which I really like. And then when I moved to Berlin, I met some porn actors. So like Tim Kruger is one of, became a friend of mine. Through clubbing? Yes. Oh. Yes. Um, so I got in touch with him and then I, you know, and then he is some, at some point, so he, so I told him and he was like, oh, well, you know, if you want, you can work with my studio if you want. And then also I met my ex-husband the same time and he was already a porn actor from America. So I got in touch with like a lot of porn people at the same time. I was like, oh, I should try this. Um, that's 12 years ago. And then I did and it. And you were a nurse then for mm -hmm. 10 I, years yeah, yeah, already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you moved to Berlin because you got a job? No, I wanted to move to Berlin because I wanted to live in Berlin. Oh, yeah. All because right. as a nurse, you can work everywhere. Yeah. There are hospitals everywhere. So no, no, no. I, because I fell in love with the city. Mm. Yeah. But was there ever... Uh, a struggle because it sounds like you were so you're so easy breezy somehow with like your for some people it can be like well then i wasn't sure if i should try porn because i felt a bit of like like you know some some things with the family or yeah. whatever religion it can be anything but were you feeling like well this is my choice it was a mix of things because first of all now we go <laughs> <laughs> If you are or want to become a Patreon and get our extra material, you get access to some mega pro tips from Flo about how to grow your OnlyFans. And I'm telling you, his recommendations are not obvious. So go to patreon.com slash playful magazine to listen. It was a mix of things because I was never very close to my um, natural family because my mom died when I was 18. Um, and I was very close to her. I mm. was kind of close to my dad too, but my dad was always very distant, but I, he was always like this. Um, and I have a brother who's seven years older. I was never close to my brother, never, because mm. he's so much older. How much? Did seven, you years. seven years. Mm. Um, so my, my, and the rest of my family is just like, whatever. So there was not mm. like thinking about my family. Um, and my friends, I mean, I had Berlin friends. They were like, you know, Berliners are always very open. Mm. Um, and my best friend, um, who was like my sister, uh, that was kind that was the only kind of issue I had. And I was thinking about mm, what, what, what she's going to say about it and stuff. But then I was like, whatever, you know, I want to try it. And, I, and so, yeah, and I did, and I didn't like it. You didn't like it. <laughs> oh, I hated it so much. But you, how, how, how long time did you do it for? Six months. Only six months? I hated it so much. I hated it so much for so, for so many reasons. Because back in the day, when you did porn, it was studio porn. Yeah. So, but studio porn back in the day was just like this, like, you know, eight hours, like, filming shifts. 
And then, you know, the storyline, stupid storyline who like everyone is skipping in the beginning. Plumber. It's so stupid. And then, um, and then the, the, I mean, I was working for Tim. He was very nice. That was also very easy filming. But the rest I did for the studios were like, you know, it's like your left leg has to be here. The right leg has to be there. Oh. Then the light. And then you have to be hot. Then you have to be soft. Then you have to come. Then you have wow. a, and it's like, like this. And they were not nice. It was they not like not? a nice work environment. No, no. Um, and it is like I think I did Tim and I did like maybe two, two two movies. I hated it. And then I was like, no, give me a break. I don't like this business. Oh wow. Because I was get... because I was like I I started it was like I think I was very naive. I was like, oof, yes, I love sex. I love guys. I love dicks. I love ass. <laughs> so I go to have sex and like you know fucking like really hot guys. Well, I did, but like it's I thought as just I'm just going to having sex and go home. I never thought about like this, like, and it's also, you know, it's all, it's very superficial. It's very about um, body. It's very about how do you, how you look. And like, they always you have got to self con con conscious. Yeah. Uh, and I was very, when I, the thing is also when I was a kid, I was very skinny. I'm very uh -huh. tall. I was very, very skinny. I always have had issues like, you know, gaining muscles and gaining weight. And so I was back in the day, I thought I'm very buff, but like I, when I, now I look, it's like I'm very, very, still very skinny. Mm. So they were always complaining about, you know, you have to get bigger and like oh, this and that. Shit. I was like, no, I don't want that. And also I'm trying, I'm going to the gym, but because of my physique, mm. I was like, I'm not able to like, you know, if I'm, and I'm not taking steroids. Of course, if I'm taking steroids, I'm gaining all the muscles, but like uh, that's yeah. not what I want. Um, so there was so many issues with that. And it's like, and well, back in the day, they paid, pretty well I have to say as I remember but I was like for what reason I have my job I have enough money I don't need it I just did it because I like it so I stopped it okay you have never oh yeah you had your job so you didn't have to be money no even. no I had enough money for everything yeah exactly so just like, because I liked it and but then did you start OnlyFans uh, at the same time or in the same no no I started OnlyFans two years ago now, in January. Only two, two years, years ago. ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I still, I always, I'm, I, I was, I'm a very sexual person. I love filming myself doing sex, but I always loved. But I also love watching it. I also love watching other people having sex. So that's always a thing for me. I, um, I always was. But I was like, I was done with the porn industry. And then, then OnlyFans came and then... I still was like, oh, I mean, good for them. I'm, I love OnlyFans because I think it's, it's good that, like, because OnlyFans, every, everyone can do OnlyFans. So all this, like, every body type, every age, every skin color, like, everyone can do that. And I love that. So mm. there, there's more diversity. And there's, like, not anymore this, like, left leg here, right leg here. And mm. So it's, for me, that's, I think, great. But I still was like, I don't need it because I don't need the money. It's, but then at some point in my life, a lot of my friends already did OnlyFans and I, you know they always told me we also did a, a episode on my podcast about OnlyFans we had like invited a friend of mine who told us about all the details and you know how that works and everything was this before you started your yes it was before ah, so you got inspired I well I, I did actually but then at some point mm -hmm. in my life because I have a really good group of friends in Berlin but a very small one mm -hmm. and everyone I have a straight couple who are really very close to me they got a baby And then two of my other friends, they haven't had new jobs. So everyone kind of had a new project in their life, except me. I was just like going to work, to the hospital, and then like going to the gym. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And I was like, mm, I want to travel more and like have a new project in my life. And I was like, mm, I could try OnlyFans because I still love it. And um, Did you have 
Yeah, but you already had a big following and uh, you were... I had, yeah. and I also I also had a thing in my life. I attended a stupid dating show uh, in Germany. It was called Prince Charming, which is like oh, the yeah, gay bachelor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of the gay bachelor. Uh, I was one of the contestants, so... And I was on that show. Um, and when I did that casting for that show, the, the porn stuff I did was like already 10 years ago for like six months. I was like, not a thing in my life. So I was not talking about this. Thinking, again, maybe a little bit naive. It's like, well, who cares about things like this? It's mm. like 2020. So I got to that show. It was amazing. And then we got announced for like, you know, filming. And then, you know, when it's on TV, it's like we're getting announced on social media. The same day, it was exploding. I was like on the, the front. I was like, no, it wasn't even a porn star. I was like, it was like, so they accused me to like lying that I, you know, lying about my porn career, which was like six months. I was like, was that really a career? <laughs> but they accused me to like lying so that um, about my life and like making it look like that it was a secret for me. Or that it was like, you know, I was like hiding oh, something. Gossip. And it was oh gossip. And it's like, I was, I was front page in like a newspaper in Germany. Front page, like this big. Well, I mean, it's the thing is, I was. I mean, my friends that were sending me like pictures, like, were laughing because it was not a secret. Because of course they know you. They were like, well, I mean, the thing is, of course, it's not something Mm. you tell people in your job interview. I was like, oh, by the way, like six months or like six years or ten years ago, I did porn for like six months. That's Mm. that's what you say. But it's not. I'm not like you know. I'm I'm not hiding it. Or like I'm not ashamed of this. It's just nothing. Not nothing important in my life mm. but i mean it was what it was um but it was a lot because i was first i was in that show which was as a really big show in germany but that was a big deal mm. and then the same day it was even a bigger deal so i was like everything was like it was a crazy time because i like all the papers wanted to do an interview with me everyone wants to talk about it. everyone was like it's like you know what I'm doing? And it's like also like this, like, you know, the double hmm. standard. Yeah. The double standard of Always. like everyone is using porn or consuming porn, but no one is allowed to do it. Yeah, yeah, no one sure. is allowed to like work with this. And if you mm. do it, you lose all the other rights to like falling in love, being on a TV show, <laughs> having attention, being on social media. That's you're losing all of that. You're not allowed to like do anything like or that. Or apply you're not, for you're any not, other job. Yeah, no. Or have a high position. No, you're boss. not allowed. You're no. not allowed to have fun or like all <laughs> finding love. You know, because if you're doing porn, you're not looking for love. You just need the attention and stuff like this. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It was all... Or you're traumatized. Whatever. Yeah. It was it was all of this. Mm. Um, and I was sitting there and I had 
and they were like talking so bad about sex workers, like not even like you know porn and like the escorts and like the whatever. Uh, and I was sitting there. I was like, I'm not doing this. Mm. I'm not. I'm not letting this happen. I'm not letting people think that like sex workers are not worth like going on a TV show or having fun or whatever. So I was like, no, I'm turning this. I'm taking this and I'm taking the spotlight and I'm you know like fighting for like sex workers. Mm. So that's what I did. I did like I didn't we did a, a podcast episode about this and I was talking about this and like did all the interviews like fighting for these people. Because not because I mean not not because No, but still we need this. Yeah, no, because yeah. because people it was like it was like what like like what like why do people have the right to talk like this about if you know if they the thing is though if they don't like something that is fine. Mm. I don't like something too. Mm. But like what give them the right to like talk so bad about me or other and people? And cutting you off? Yeah. Yeah. And like ta like taking away that like fun part and like taking away that you know like there were like people like saying like why is he on a TV show? Why is why are people like him allowed to be on TV? It's like why they make it look like I'm like a like a serial killer or something. Yeah. It was such a weird time for me. Mm. Um but I took all and then the thing is also because you know there was like blackmailing on my at work and stuff like this. So what? I like no well what it was. But like what by I who? did, I was I'm very who? like I'm very upfront. Like I told my boss Was I it told, the media? The media contact? I have no idea. No, who it was. Okay. So I told my boss immediately next day. So like the, the this day we got announced, everything exploded. The next day I went to my boss, I told him, and he was like, oh my God, <gasps> you know. And then we went to the bigger boss. We told him and he was like, well, thank you that you told me that you, whatever you do in your private life is your private life. You can do whatever you want, but thank you for telling me. Um, and so because of that happened, everyone knew about my pawn past. Mm. Everyone, everyone now, everyone knows. Just, you then, had no right to own it, your yeah, own story. I was like, yeah, I was like, well, but that's, I'm not ashamed of this. Mm. That's my life. Mm. Um, and that was, that was also the reason, because back to OnlyFans, that my friend said, Flo, you're so stupid. You're already the porn Ushi. Like, why are you not, Cons like, why you're you're not, why are you not trying it? Why? <laughs> because everyone knows it already, so that's not a secret for you anymore. So like, and you have all the right to do it. And it's like, everyone knows it anyway. Mm. So I was like, yeah. So I was like, mm, let's try OnlyFans. And if I don't like it, because I was still like kind of like, you know, because I had my past with the porn industry like 10 years ago. Um, mm. I was like, I try it. I try it. And if I like it, I'm doing it. And if I don't like it, I could stop it again. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so you started. Thing. And then from the moment you started, did you get an immediate boom? Yeah. I was not expecting cool. this. I was not expecting this because I started it and thought, oh, maybe if I'm, you know, because the effort you put in this is not as big as you think. Because, no. you know, it's like you put a camera, that's what I, that's how I do it. I think there are like different people that do it in different ways. But I put the camera there and then whatever the camera sees is my video, which is kind of easy. Uh, and then I did it and I was like, well, if I'm getting like, you know, 500 euros a month, it's good for like traveling and stuff like this. So I was like, I was shocked by like how easy money you can make with OnlyFans. So it was if you Especially for you, it was you had already like created a road for yourself. I had no, I had I also, I, yeah, I already, I, the thing is also, I was already known as the slut. I was already known as the like the always naked. My Instagram is very slutty. I love being naked, I love showing off, I love the attention. Um, um, and I had that big following already, even though I'm not um, advertising my own defense on my at all on my, on my Instagram, but still, like, it's my tattoos and everything, whatever it is. I was like, I was, I mean, it's, it's very flattering. I was very happy about it. I was, I'm, I'm always like, the thing is, 
I don't see myself like this. Mm. I'm I'm Flo the nurse. And I'm not like, I'm, I don't, you know, I did nothing, you know, I didn't save the world or something. So I just like, I'm, so I'm still... We're pretty close. If you're a nurse, you're doing the well, that's true. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm, the thing is, though, that's, that's what, what I'm proud of. I'm proud of my work. I'm proud of my, my job in the hospital. I'm, I'm proud of my friends. I'm proud of what I reached in life. But, mm. you know, like social media and stuff, like, it's nice to have. And it's like, but... It was yeah. nice. It was nice to see and it was nice to have. And it was, it was very flattering. I was very, you know happy about it and, mm. and and still when like you know people sometimes you know especially when you when you go like clubbing or to like events and people are like oh my god can i take a picture with you and it's like i'm always <laughs> laughing because i don't see myself like i mean i'm very flattered and i think that's very nice of people and i'm always happy to do that in but clubs always, it was like oh well, like well not in clubs because that's not, not allowed but like maybe. more on the street or like festivals stuff like ah, this yeah, yeah. you know mm. um or like other events like drag events or something like this um, or like even in on the lake, I was like, I was laying in the sun and someone came. I was like, oh my God, can I take a picture? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that's very funny, but it's like, I'm, I don't feel like this. No, you're not aware of it really. No. Mm -mm. But like, if we go back in time a little bit, you yeah. came to Berlin and you were not doing porn yet. No. Um, what was your view on clubbing and like, what, and did you immediately... Were you drawn to sex clubs and like what was your kind of? Mm. Well, um, I met a guy and we became friends. We never had sex or were now lovers, but we became really close friends. And he had a friend who worked at Berghain. When I came to, I was not even living in Berlin, but when I got the first time to Berlin, I didn't even know what Berghain is. Hmm. He's like, oh, we're going to Berghain. I was like, what is that? I was like, it's a club. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so we went to Berghain um, and uh i had so much fun there because it was such a it's such a the, it's it had its own planet its own universe mm. i would call it uh, and i went to the dark room i had a lot of sex that night <laughs> the first uh, day time you went yeah yeah, yeah 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 i did all i did it all i, was, I went and i was like yes this is my thing this is my <laughs> life uh, so um that's how i got used to sex clubs that was the first time i went to a sex club like i mean Berkhan was a kind of gay sex club in the past uh not so much anymore even back then but like it, you know it's still a very sexual vibe mm. and i i that sexual vibe really got to me it was like yes this is my thing and then i got used to like laboratory and like all this like and then i got introduced to, like the fetish world mm. like all the fetishes and then and then explored like all my or like even like you know got introduced to my fetishes let's talk about yeah that. i have so many it's like and I, right. and I didn't even know it spill the juice i love that you uh, you i saw some photos of you uh, as a puppy or um i i think i had I, I took one picture with a puppy mask but i'm not very a puppy you're not that's a puppy. Not my all thing. right that's not my no because it would be a bit surprising but yeah fun. no it's, no i'm not no, no, right. another puppy um I, i'm very into rubber rubber i'm mm. very into rubber i love that i love the aesthetic and i love the playing with like shapes and everything and I'm, I'm also you're a visual person too very I feel a lot of rubber people are also very visual yeah 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. um and I love that um I love sneakers I love socks I love piss I never knew that I will I love piss but I love I love kind of like and I can I ask yeah did you go to laboratory and were excited for the shower no no. The thing, the funny thing is, you're not going to the lab if you want to do like a good piss party or something. But they have a piss party, but that piss party is such a. I don't want to talk about bad about this, but it's a very bad, a bad party. <laughs> um, no, it happened in private life. 
in private. Oh, right. Yeah, right. the piss happened in private. But I, I'm a, I, but I explored all of these things, or I like got in touch with these like fetishes. And the thing is also what I'm always in my sexual life, in my private sexual life, is I'm always trying everything. Uh, everything legal. Mm. Um, but, um, and then decide afterwards if I like it or not. And so I got used to it. So open. So you, but it feels like you had never, because I feel that one thing to break free from before you try things is your own view, like vision of yourself yeah. or like from other people and even yeah. from yourself maybe. Did you not have that? Really? No, the thing is, I'm, 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 like I said, I was always a very sexual person and mm. I was always like, like being naked or like like you know so people like oh i'm very intellectual and people are watching me so it was very easy for me and very very hard to like go these like clubs and like do all these things and like you know and also live you know everyone has fantasies in their head and like they're thinking about fantasies and i i left laboratory so many times because i also live in that area so i can walk it's a 10 minutes walk home. oh wow so i always left and walked home and i was thinking like I live all my fantasies and that's, I, to me, there was nothing more free in life than living the fantasies you have in your, mm. sexual fantasies you have in your head. And then yeah. now I did that and I did them all, I really did them all and now I'm done. Now I'm like, now I like going to bed and like, go, like watching Netflix. Uh, <laughs> but like I lived, I, I did really, I did all these fantasies, fantasies in these clubs and like, and also private life. But, but I you still it. do them, or are you sometimes? Some, or are sometimes. you less, less? you more. No, it's way less. Like back in the day, I was at the lab like every week, like every like rubber party, every two for one, every whatever it was. I was always at the lab for like years. Oh wow! But then, and at some point, and it's not bitter or something. But at some point, I was just like did them all. And at some point, I was like okay, whatever. And now it's like when I'm when I go clubbing, I I, I still love having sex in clubs. I still love have, you know love people watching me, mm. but it's way less than. Get the Bergheim toilet guy. Yeah, he, which one? The, uh, one of them. Do you know the one their who, names? The one who no, the one. The, what do you mean toilet guy? The, the one who sits in the toilet? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but there he, are more than one. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But there's one who you see more often yeah. and one who's rarely, right? Yeah. Uh, and the one who's more often. But he was like very Berlin wisely said that like, like I'm flattered, but to me this is something very personal yeah. and very private. Very private, and it, yeah. It, it belongs there. But for me, for example, I am super open-minded and I have not, I believe I'm not into piss. Like that's... Yeah. Yeah. what I feel now and but I'm very curious about how it works yeah. and you know what does it mm -hmm. like when you realized you were how did it work what was the feeling you know of it's like... a submissive part to me oh. it's just like submissive it's the same thing like if, you, if someone is coming in your face the same that's the kind of ah, the same thing that, that's, that's submissive good... thing that you're like not yeah, you know not like you're below them either. you're like mm. you're just a toilet you're just like uh whatever you're just just a hole just a you know mm -hmm. yeah. the submissive part is the part of thank you but that's also like the dominate i also love it i'm very verse so i also love the other part i also mm. love pissing on someone and having the you know like being the dom part like being mm, the that's one who's more pissing. me yeah yeah well <laughs> um and that also gives a lot to me mm. um yeah 
I think that's for me. I don't know what the. I think that's kind of the same for everyone. I guess the submissive, you know, sitting next to like. Yeah. I can tell you a really funny story about these guys. Um, there was a, a day when they were both at the toilet, and at some point, the one guy was standing next to me. I was on the piss while I was pissing, and there, the one guy was standing next to me pissing as well. And I asked him, "So wait, like, why are you not going to like the other guy and piss on him?" And he was like, "Ooh, I don't like that." I was like, "What?" Ooh, well, this disgusting. is right, that was so funny. It was like because I was like, I was like, why, "Why are you pissing in the piss while you can piss?" No, no, I don't like that. I was like, "What?" And another that really funny so story funny. about a piss party, about a piss party at the lab. I have a friend of mine who is kind of like a serious guy, but he's also kind of sexual. And then he was very horny and he, w- he wanted to go to the lab, but there was a piss party at that night. And I was like, you know what? I go to the piss party. You can fuck anyway. So he was standing at the bar at the lab. Have you been to the lab? Never been to the lab. Well, the area, but not to the... But you know, the, like the bar, because on, on New Year's Day, everything is open. Mm. There's like a, this like big, there's like this like big room. There's a big, bigger room. There's the bar is inside. And so he was standing there and ordered like whatever to drink. And there was a, like an older guy sitting next to him. And that guy at some point started pissing on his leg in his shoe. And he went, friend was like, what are you doing? And the guy was like, well, it's a piss party. I was like, 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 but like, how random is this? Like, you're not, you're not, but yes, it's a piss party, but you can't, you can't just piss on someone's leg on the, at the bar. Like a dog. And my friend was like, oh I never go God. there again. And it's like, when, when you see my friend, he's very serious, like, you know, very conservative guy. I was like, you know what? He pissed on my leg. <laughs> so good. Oh my God. Well, don't piss, well, how, how do you say it in America? Uh, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. That's like, that's what they say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he, stupid. He had reason to be annoyed, for sure. No, Wait, but, I, yeah, but the thing is, that's so random. It's so random. I mean, you can go, yes, a piss party, but not at the bar. Also, like, not, not you in have my to shoe. talk to people. You right? cannot just, like, be assuming that if it's a sex consent. time, you can do whatever you want. Or no, it's, it's consent. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like, you have to, okay, are you okay with, like, a piss, a piss on, did I piss in your shoe? <laughs> Flop, 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 flop. Oh, but it's so funny to me. When you, yeah. Oh my god, so funny. Okay, yeah. I love this Christmas episode. It's four days to Christmas today. Merry and we Christmas. Are... Is, am I allowed to say Merry Christmas before Christmas? No, right? I don't know. Is it the German thing you're not? I don't know. Don't I'm you say Merry, Merry Christmas all of December? No. No? No. <laughs> Just me then. No. <laughs> what? Do you? Well, you wish someone... No, well, no, no, no. You wish someone Merry Christmas if you like... Like today, as like one of my coworkers, he um, he left for like vacation, and then he's coming like after Christmas. So he, he wished me Merry Christmas. So I guess it's okay. I guess it's okay. I guess okay. you're fine. Thank God. I mean, we're going to hell anyway, right? <laughs> but to speak a little bit about Christmas. Yes. Um, because it's also yeah, like, what's your view on Christmas? For starting off. Um. I like the Christmas time. Yeah. I like now that I mean now the time. When, well, the thing is, not in Berlin, actually, because in Berlin, no one is putting lights on the windows and everything. Where I grew up, on, in the village, like, everyone had lights on the windows, even, like, you know, in the, in the trees, and, like, oh, everything was, like, that. it was so cute. Mm-hmm. I love the Christmas time, like, you know, baking uh, cookies and stuff like this. Uh, but Christmas itself is not really my thing. It was my thing when my mom was still alive, because with my mom and my mm. grandma, you know, we were cooking, we were watching movies, everyone got presents, that was always nice, but when she died, because for her... You were was... working? What? Are you practicing working then? I was working what? Like a nurse, you have to work, no? I was like, yeah, yeah, but that, not back in the day. I was like, I, w- I thought of 
nurse school when I was, when I was 18. That was when my mom died the same year. Um, mm. And then when she died, my Christmas was gone. I was not celebrating Christmas for like, I don't know, 10 years. Wow. Yeah, because I, don't, I didn't like it anymore because I was still in shock about the death of my mom and because everyone, everything what was Christmas for me was, was with my mom. Mm. And she was gone, so Christmas was gone. Um, mm. Yeah, but then I, it, at some point I got back to like, you know, making friends. And then with my, so I had kind of like Christmas with my friends. That's what I have now. So now we have a tradition have on Christmas. Fun. Yeah, now we have a tradition on Christmas, Christmas Day. Wait, Christmas Day is 25, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's in Germany, it's very different. Uh, 24th, we are cooking together. We have like a little like presents and like, playing games and then we have the tradition that we always go to work on on christmas day that's the tradition it's always crazy fun no it's like i'm always going to christmas because only panama bus open uh, so it's very hard to get in um but i have a lot of friends who work there so we always have guest lists or like even you know we're walking in um but it's a it's a very good party it's, i think it's what if, if it's not the it's one of the best parties a year is it christmas spirit no not at all <laughs> not, at, not at all but it's kind of like because everyone left like all the you know foreigners they left berlin for christmas because they're all, all going home they're all coming back for new year's and just berliners are like they're like just family just people i know and it's like it's always a get together with all the people you know it's really cute and the music is always really good because they book all the good djs for that day oh, yeah yes. yeah it's really cool but it's okay. just panama bar yeah oh my god so fun okay what's your best tip this is the last question, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, what's your best tip to people who are feeling a bit lonely over Christmas on how, like, how to well, do it? Um, right. I mean, I need to know why they're lonely. You know, it can be anything. It can be they don't feel accepted by their family. They are not accepted by their family. They or... could be assholes. Well, they could be assholes. Right? So the, my first tip was like, don't be an asshole. <laughs> um, no, All right, I'm just fair kidding. Enough. No, I'm just going to know what you mean. Um, <laughs> people people always think Behave. yeah but people always think that other people or like situations have to bring them happiness mm. but i think you have to make yourself happy mm. because if i'm lonely if i'm lonely i need connections to people mm -hmm. so i go somewhere where i have to connection to people either i'm like you know i'm going out or like maybe going to a bar or like going to Berkheim. And meet people, so I'm not lonely. Mm. Or like, I make myself happy in like, in like, you know, maybe I should cook myself something nice, or I'm like watching a movie, or like going even going to the cinema alone. Like, but you don't have to feel alone if you're trying to like, you know, get connected to people or like situations. Because mm. it's always very easy to like sit sit at home and say, like, "Oh, I'm lonely. I don't wanna." Mm. But you know, take it in your hand and like try to make something out of it. Yeah, it's. I think it's easier if you live in Berlin. Somehow. It's true, yeah. But you Move have to, to Berlin then. Yeah. But, but you, well, you can be very lonely in Berlin too. Yeah, for because sure. Because I, I think it's very hard to make friends in Berlin if, you, if you're new in the city. Because the, the difference between Berlin and other, other places, I mean, I think true. it's big city, like big city is big city, but you know, it's very hard to stay connected to people yeah. you, because you can meet them this weekend, but next weekend you meet totally different people. Yeah. So you, especially in the beginning, you have to really be, stay connected and tr like work on friendships. Mm. That's in the beginning, if you, I think to any big city you move. 
Uh, it was also for me. It was in the beginning. It was very like I'm getting very easy connected to people, but it was very hard to stay connected. Yeah. So it was kind of. Like and people a, go in for a year and move out, and. And it's also very hard to find really close good friends because it's very easy to find party friends. Mm. But you know, not life is not only a party, and sometimes you know if you need your friends in different ways, like these party friends are like disappearing. So, but lucky am. That I am, I made like really good friends here. So yeah, that is a big one. Like just feeling, that is so nice. Thank you so so much, Floor. It was such a big pleasure to have you and getting to know you better. But now it's the extra material. This was it for Playful Podcast this week. But please follow, subscribe, and listen to our next episode. And if you want to have a say about future artists or even ask your own question to one of our guests, follow us on Instagram and make sure to add your question when we lift our coming guests. Thank you so much for joining and see you next week. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.